0: Hey, empaths. My name is Tatiana. I'm T. I'm Markeia. And you are listening to the Empathetic Black Hottie Podcast. We're three licensed psychotherapists here to be another resource in your wellness toolkit. Where our motto is, when it comes to our couch, you you can can always always sit with us." us. greeting too it wasn't coming to me I feel like we used the no, all I, compl- I know that's why I just started <laughs> saying I anything I just blurted out words hey y'all hey. welcome back hey hey when I listen to our episodes I'm always like how do we start this shit off I know and it's like always that. right it's just <laughs> it's it's chaos <laughs> yes just, chaos. just laughing hi. and is that, you guys word the intro I'm Tatiana I'm T this is Marquia and we're you in or you are listening to the, 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 the empathetic, empathetic body, body. Huh? weird and then clearly we don't know okay we just came on hot (laughs) i am ready okay um what was we saying bullshit oh no i was just saying i was listening to our old podcast and i don't know it was it was a cute little moment um but i forget which episode it was um but at the end we were like when it comes to our couch and all of us just like fucked it up (laughs) and i was like oh that was Though. And then we got it together and then the music came on. I'm like, period. But I, I think that was at Marquis's house when we recorded.
1: Oh. No, was this
0: was in the beginning. I think it was like one of the first number. I can't like bring four. myself to listen to. Those. I, no, They neither. We no. I got sentimental this week and I sent them that because they I would say rip off the band-aid when y'all get a chance and listen to them. I know. I wish they, they could, are good. I That's wish, what they're good. Me. I'm so You're right, talk came in the group chat like ladies. <laughs> I've been in the morning, wasn't it? It was early in the morning too. Wait, but I text. I, while I was talking to Natalia, I was like, my bitch is back. <laughs> the wedding's over. <laughs> my bitch is back. <laughs> I have risen. <laughs> I come up like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, what y'all holding space for?
1: Go, go ahead. On, uh, go first?
0: I'll, I will start because I am studying on a somber note. Uh-huh. And then we can hopefully move on to other happier things. Hopefully, y'all's are happier than mine, mine. Yeah, mine's maybe. I have two. I'll figure out which one I want to say. after you, Let's see what yours is about first. So, I'm not sure how much, because you guys sometimes bounce it in out of rap mm-hmm. stuff. Go there. Go but there. So, go there. I felt so strongly this week. And I have now given myself time where I'm not as upset. But... First of all, I want to start with rest in peace takeoff. But I have just been like reeling because it's just all just very upsetting to me. And I wanted to just hold space for just all of this violence that's happening in rap and hip hop. And just like, I just want so much better for our men. I just want so much better for our culture. And I just... It just sucks to see um, someone else. And also, like, Takeoff was literally the most lyrical and the hottest we Yeah, know, it was. yeah. And it just sucks that another person, a musically inclined person, you know, uh, uh, and also when everybody's putting up stuff that he is, it also seems like he's very, he was very religious and spiritual mm-hmm. and, like, kind, even though, like, publicly he didn't talk mm-hmm. a lot. And... I just... um He also was not left off bad and bougie. Period. <laughs> <laughs> also, I... Never mind. I'll get... I'm not holding space for that. Go ahead. But I just... You know, just with different things happening, like, with... So, it was Takeoff, then it was PNB Rock, and then yeah. you just think of... Go down the list. Nipsey, all these people. I just it's, feel like... It's the like, same feeling that comes up, right? Yeah. Like, shock, denial, curiosity, and then, like, still disbelief. Pop Smoke. Disbelief, These are yeah. rappers that I still can't fathom sometimes. Yeah. And I Heart just think going. about, like... And I always just feel like, like also living in Philly, there's so many like awful people that are just roaming the streets and it always feels like they do the this to like the people that are chilling mm-hmm. all the way, mm-hmm. unproblematic, mm-hmm. just doing their thing, taking care yeah. of their family and it just, it just sucks and I don't know, I just get sad when it comes to those types of things because who knows who these people could have been and what they could have blown up to be and we don't get that chance and i yeah just want the i just want the world black people to be able to live to be to be who they're supposed to be mm-hmm. and i just want i don't know it just sucks that this keeps happening um yeah. and i also just want our people to find better solutions for problem solving or if i go into the clinical route i just feel like a lot of these things are not that deep to even solve this Mm -hmm. this way and it also if i because i always have to come from a therapist brain too it's like these i just feel like we are so angry at so many things and i just i'm just so sad that like this feels like a lot of our only options to to handle situations and i just wish people would actually like get help so that this doesn't feel like the only option like you guys are worth being alive you guys are worth living and Mm -hmm. everyone else around you it it's the same and Mm -hmm. i just wish that we really thought about the gravity of the decisions that we're making because we're taking away people's children people's sons people's dads Yeah. you know yeah yeah you're right, and there's just, like, no other culture that loses icons this way mm-hmm. so consistently, so frequently. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was really upsetting, especially um, we barely, and I don't want to say get over, but, like, we are still coping with, like you were saying, Pop Smoke, P&B Rock. Yeah. And then take Everything off. Everything like, fresh. Yeah. And, and every, one of those names is huge, and they have, like, a pop culture influence but takeoff just seemed like i don't know it's not that anyone's bigger than the other but like we've been listening to Mugo since we were like so young mm-hmm. um i remember songs in the den versus like yeah songs yeah. at people's weddings like that? <laughs> that's <laughs> the one what? right that's the one in college that mm-hmm. we took off it, it's it's a shame um i don't want to rock the table but i i just think another commonality i see is like we as black women Immediately feel somber and, and we want resolution, yeah. and we are just so empathetic. Yeah, and <clears throat> we definitely don't at times get that in return. We don't because the very literally yesterday, I'm sure we can bring yeah. in like the situation with Drake and that's exactly madness, what I was bringing. Like, up. Joking that's about that because it's like she took a bullet, and we're laugh- y'all are laughing or at her rapping about her most of all saying like what she's saying isn't true Mm -hmm. but when males male rappers get shot and that's the thing because also my husband brought up how um jay-z liked the tweet but unliked it but i feel like he did it on purpose so that we could see how he felt but it was a tweet from mark lamont hill that was like now if drake made a joke about a male rapper getting shot Mm. no one would have this thought no one would think it's okay and let's talk about how it's a different reaction because he's talking about a woman and mm-hmm. i think that y'all need to think about why y'all think that that's okay right because we are such um i mean some people will say it right oh we're the backbone mm-hmm. um but like when men get shot or when they're going through things or when they're losing their friends we understand when they put up the words of you'll never understand what it's like to be a black man Mm -hmm. and we don't have to to give empathy we're like wow you know what we really can't yeah we want to make it better we want to make this world better um for black men to experience in all facets like whether that's um career education even sexuality like black women are understanding Mm -hmm. but we just don't get that back and i do know guys who will say like yeah you guys are like the last the most influential and powerful and magical and the last to be considered if considered at all mm. what did beyonce say? just said to one of his friends on the phone he was like men only do shit because women think it's cool mm. literally he was like we are the ones that like start the stuff and they do everything like following after like us because we liked it first or we told them it was cool mm, like like big butts or just, like, the clothes that we wear or something like that. Or, like, mm-hmm. if we say something is cool, they're like, all right, then, if we say Amiri's is cool, and girls are like, I like when they wear this, then it's like, now they're they all it mm-hmm. Because they want to impress us and what, or whatever. Like, But we, like, we are, like, the start. But also, mm-hmm. as black people can i just say that's not gonna stop me from sending kamal sneakers like i always like I ask him all no people. no he knows those things yeah he's always like don't tell t don't wear that <laughs> thank you but but no i i just i guess as a collective though like we need to and i know some shit i'm like because i see it's this as like back and forth like sometimes I wonder like if that's just like you know internet talk because in real life I don't see people talking like that like I guess it's the men ain't um men are trash thing or like you know the back and forth the podcast debates between men or women Mm -hmm. that kind of vibe but I just feel like to me I'm like I don't know if that's real life because I see black people loving on black people in real life all Mm -hmm. the time and I just try to not let the shit that you see on the internet and people kind of like projecting or maybe getting off their little shit trying mm-hmm. to deter me from what I actually see in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do see black men defending defending black women. I do see child. Most of the bad shit that do be happening is because like a girl told her boyfriend like this boy did this and he <laughs> yeah. be like, "Alright, babe, I'm out." Like yeah. I I don't I don't think that that is real. Um, in in i'm saying in the world that i am living in you don't refrain from calling your cousin sometimes like do we do we all know we could call somebody if we really had to yeah, yeah. but i don't for me <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I, I think we all do but for me i <clears throat> i would never i've never i would that never but you know what it's pulled. for it's not for that person it's for the love of the person i would call like i don't mm-hmm. want to ruin for, my cousin's life because mm-hmm. he would absolutely my, violate whole life, yeah. my brother's I, life you know literally that's and i feel like honestly that's a whole nother conversation about how I look at people that do do that because it's like you're Mm -hmm. reckless and you don't think about shit Mm because like in my lifetime I have a lot of people that I know for a fact and have proved that they would but it's like I love them enough where I first of all try to avoid situations like that Mm because I don't want to put anybody in a situation Mm -hmm. like that but it's yeah like this is somebody's fucking life like I'm not playing around and especially if it's not that deep now if something really is that deep sure but god forbid i haven't been in a situation where it has had to go to that level mm-hmm. but you know i care about my family way more than that than to like play around with shit like that mm-hmm. i think yeah. we as women think about that and you know it's a shame because not that we think like that way but um we could be violated and we're just like i'll take it because Taking i don't want to um i don't want to cause more drama or i don't want you know this person to be hurt or etc um and i think you know that I brought up the drake situation because i it was it's so dismaying you know marquee and i do love drake yeah and i am gonna hold off on the album because i heard it's great that's what i know uh, i didn't even hear that's just not okay it it wasn't great also we're shooting you know people like take off and y'all shooting people like pop and take off and nipsey academics is running free academics is running free and that's really like (laughs) can we talk about it like talk about it i'm just over you saw what he said He tweeted like, "Take off the goat. She's just the stallion. Like, need to relax." Drake said that. No No, academics. Um, I don't listen to anything that clown says, so uh, I don't even care. Yeah, I didn't even. He's also the same person that that called like old school rappers Dusties or something like that. Like, I just don't respect him. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. So he chooses. Like, he's got picks because he will Mm -hmm. cuss out a woman, but but, but that's what i'm saying man. i no. am over because like you also heard drake said the weird shit about serena serena's yeah. husband and that's then so also weird. rihanna but that's so like, weird yeah, and it's like what are you doing like um and serena's husband responded too so i don't know but Period. drake told no. you what he was gonna do years ago he said niggas talk more than bitches where is these, these days where's the smoke for push a t oh but you talking you talking shit about the this and y'all know Shut i love some drake and i was gonna hold space for it but i'll hold space for something else since we talking about it and now it really disappointed me i was really upset when i said i didn't even listen to the album because i was gonna listen to it on friday because my day was all my damn clients canceled so i was gonna spend a day like cleaning have walk in, listening to fucking drake and a new album and then i wake up and i see all these tweets and i'm like one job you had one job to just drop a nice album Say shit lyrically and just be who you are, and you chose to attack people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. And how long have you been waiting should, for this album and with 21? And the people and the clientele to kind of keep you going. Right. And they, I can't listen to this. Most niggas always think that you a bitch ass nigga. And they want to, and like <laughs> most of your fan base is women, and they want <gasps> to shit on us and Ice Spice. She you to nobody. Okay. Except for be a bad bitch to twerk Okay. <laughs> do not like I don't like that. Okay. And I, mean, I, I just feel like <laughs> the only people that were offended by her were the actual munches And that's your business. <laughs> that's <laughs> your right. business. If you're not a munch, then okay. like but that's <sighs> why well, I just felt like it was corny. I feel like it you're was. punching down. Like none of these people do anything to you and mm-hmm. you be I don't yeah, I just don't like the Serena's husband threw me the fuck way off. Like, doesn't say anything. I don't know if y'all Ooh. know, like, the Dram... You know the song, I like to cha-cha. Oh, yeah. yeah. He said something about him? Because you... The right. whole little sidebar... No. For Hotline Bling, he stole, like, the melody oh. and the beat of Cha-Cha and never gave Dram any money for it, mm-hmm. any royalties, and, like, they were kind of in, like, a legal battle about mm-hmm. it. And... And of course Drake is the bigger name, so mm-hmm. it's almost like it discredits like And originally as someone, once again a music person, when he first put out that song on OVO Radio, it said Cha Cha Remix. Uh, I remember. Oh. And now you wanna act like you don't know and liability I re The North remembers. Okay. It <laughs> says Cha Cha Remix though. And now you're to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, stop playing. But either way. I just feel like he's throwing shots at him and saying mean stuff and it's like you are doing I just don't get like the and also if anyone also knows Dram who now well now now I don't know Dram goes back and forth for what he wants to be called and then also he wants they them pronouns but it's like I feel like and he's also very unproblematic he mm-hmm. smiles all the time he literally is like mm-hmm. a sweet baby angel mm-hmm. and then you're being mean yeah. and throwing insults at someone who literally wouldn't even hurt a fly like yeah. fuck off I don't, and I fuck with Drake but it's just like yeah. it's weird that was weird it's you don't weird. know how I feel about Drake but I wait. I call him out when I call him out and I was really upset upon hearing that yesterday morning I was like, hmm, okay. So now I have to remove your album from, you know, recently added, and I'm not listening to it. And I, me and on once again, we did listen to it, and it sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not good anyway. But you, you know were- what's crazy? What are we going through in the universe that these icons are leaving themselves out to slaughter? Like, Nicki, right, Kanye, Naldrick, oh, Nikki. It's just- oh, wait a minute. Never mind. <laughs> Why, could you say Kanye? <laughs> no, like all oh. of them. I'm like, what's in the water? But Mars retrograde? it is mars retrograde it is for a while too what can maybe off maybe off i need a little bit of more of what's going on with that (laughs) okay um but mars retrograde is like because mercury retrograde is when like communication more communication yeah i remember mercury but mars is more like opinions or like aggression fights because mars represents is the god of war oh god that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. so like you would just get into a lot more like Mercury is more like communication misunderstandings, Mm -hmm. but the other ones is like aggression misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. So I saw TikTok that was like, if you have any opinion or like you want to, you feel a need to speak your mind, Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up. (laughs) Wait until Mars retrograde is over. when is it over? Because you won't get your. I think it's over in like February. Like February, I think it's gonna be a while just shut the so, fuck up you don't be saying shit anyway no i don't. <laughs> don't but i'm just in preparation but other people may say shit and mm-hmm. may hurt your fucking feelings so true y'all know my feelings are easily hurt you know <laughs> the last time gonna take much you know the last time mars was in retrograde i went through a breakup really, really? i think the last well no it wasn't the very last time but i went through a breakup during one during mm-hmm. one because i remember it happened i'm like literally i remember saying i'm oh, like i need to brace myself and then all hell broke loose and oh, i was god. like oh shit And my breakups um they live in the mercury retrograde oh, you're a Virgo, so you're in a mars so aries oh my god that makes so much sense yeah so hmm. guys uh mars rules is ruled by aries is ruled by mars so that makes so much sense that tatiana is the aries son and a lot of her breakups or big pivotal moments happen during Mars retrogrades mm. I'm a Virgo Sun and Mercury rules Virgo so it makes sense that a lot of my big moments come during my retro like uh, yeah. Mercury mm. retrograde but yeah that's where my my um Breakups live in that graveyard. (laughs) But I think you also have to determine what sign it is. Because right now, I I think Mars was in retrograde that time in Aries, like when that shit Um. happened to me. But right now, Mars is in retrograde in Scorpio. So if you have like Scorpio placements, that's why I was sending it to my friend. I was like, girl, watch out. Mm -hmm. Because it's in your, you know. But if you're Mars and Scorpio, call me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm done what are you holding space for so i was on hold space for the drake thing but since we talked about it <laughs> i'm going completely left field um and holding space for Marvel. marvel mm-hmm. yeah so i've been i decided to take the plunge and re-watch everything Always making. Not that I didn't understand it, but it's just making so much more sense. Which movies were you watching? So I'm starting from the beginning. I'll start it with um, Iron Man yeah. in 20, 2008. Okay. And then I'm going all the way up to. I've never watched. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You've never saw any no, Marvel. I've never seen them either. Why do I keep bringing up stuff that y'all holds never? Sorry, that y'all have never seen. Show me no, a ho- show I was gonna say, tell them, show them my- <laughs> how. <them laughs> the real you. <laughs> No, because we've been getting y'all fucking feedback. Be nice to kids <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, when the other you one's know. using you. What is the TikTok? Right. Show them how to fuck you really show them. <laughs> show them Bffr. <laughs> the <laughs> um so, I'm I'll stand on it. But yeah, why why, why are why are we not watching this? I hate action movies. What the hell? I um, hate action cause movies. So oh, you well, did say that last time you hate action movies. I like them. But I, I, think I'm just a girl's girl. I grew up really girly. Me and my sister, the most like we had was the little Game Boys. But mm-hmm. I don't know how to play video games. Me I don't really uh, know the superheroes. I don't really know the difference between like Marvel and DC. Oh. But when if if somebody pops a movie on, I, mean, I usually really like it. Like I saw it's the Hawkeye. so fucking good. Yeah, Hawkeye. That was good. I like the Transformers. Are they anybody? N- no. Okay. Well, they're good though. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers are good, but that's um, not, I don't think that's related. I feel like I asked a client because she's really into Marvel and mm-hmm. she said Iron Man's her favorite and I told her I would mm-hmm. watch it so I will watch Iron Man because I feel like that's a good one so I like them but they're just not what I gravitate towards I don't know if yeah. this one is Marvel or DC what's oh the girl God. that um, I can't even think she has the right hair go. the Olsen Oh, that's Marvel. Well, she was WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. I watched that one. WandaVision's so good. But it was also because I saw it on my, um, oh, why are you laughing? I was today years old when I found out that has nothing to do with Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Please. Stop the fucking Enough. track. I'm, I'm taking back my holding Ooh. space. Y'all are driving Marvel to the <laughs> dirt right now. No, wait, no. God, I watched it. Y'all know the um y'all know the cinema therapy YouTube channel I'll be watching yes. <laughs> yes. where it's like a film expert and then a psychologist and they like talk about films yeah. and analyze. Mm-hmm. I watch WandaVision because they talk about WandaVision about complicated grief and mm-hmm. how it relates to WandaVision. So I watch it solely because of them and I'm like, Okay, I could get with this, but when they have five But you gotta start from the beginning. When you it was like fire and shit happening, I started to dissociate and stop listening. But then, when the action and like you know the not action, the like drama and the tears, I was like, okay, I'm here for that. But I'm not here for but the any fighting. sort of like combat. <laughs> it's the emotion that you doing with the hands for just me. throwing her so hands going, like fire out of it's my the boom. <laughs> any of those things, I'm like, mm, I don't so care. What, what's your favorite Marvel? Oh wait, wait. I do like the Black Panther. Okay. Yes. Are we? Did y'all see? Ah, did did you call see you in black the Yeah, I saw that okay. one. Of course, I had to. I am black. Okay. Wow. Okay. Are we? But once seeing again, what kind something if it was too much action, I was like, now, now, wait a minute, now mm. I'm starting to stop hearing. It's going to be action. <laughs> I'm stop. I'm going to start. Stop. You're are losing gonna, me. See, <laughs> are we going to see what, what kind of forever? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe not in theaters, <laughs> unless somebody really wants. What I've done before for movies that like I that I want to support the Black community, but I don't want to see. I just buy a ticket and I just don't go to the movie. Mm. Mm. So I've done that before. Like, um, who was it? Was it or it's a movie coming out? Is it Till? Oh my God! Somebody just asked me if I to see that. I'm not seeing like, it, but I'm buying like a ticket like for it. Being but I'm not. Sad. I'm not watching Especially that. Especially when I know what's going to happen. And it sucks too because like you want to support the Black community, like you want to support us. But, like, I just can't keep being traumatized. Like, I know what happened. I've, I've read about it. I know. I've seen, like, I can't keep watching different variations of it. So like, me, it's just so traumatizing. me actively putting myself through the movie No, I know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. I cannot. Yeah. So, I've got tickets, but I won't go. So, I'll probably do that for and that that's one. And that's the M.T.L. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's coming out this month, maybe. I think, but also, like, and this is maybe a hot take, but some, some of those things are genuinely... My assumption is that this isn't for black people mm-hmm. and this is more so for white people mm-hmm. to know what the fuck happened because it's like, all of us, we know what happened with Emmett right. Till. We all hate it and it makes us so sad and I feel like these movies are for white people that never knew and they're like, I never knew about the Emmett mm-hmm. I am black. Mm-hmm. So I know right what happened mm-hmm. and I feel like most like younger black people, that's their introduction to racism where they're like, <gasps> racism mm-hmm. is bad. So I knew since, what, I was like seven or eight. Like, I... I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But I understand that the story needs to be told. I don't know if it's for to... If it needs to be told to me. Yeah. I think nah. especially because we're still an oppressed um, group. It just yeah. feels like we're watching it and we're still living in like... Um, discriminatory time mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel productive you for, for me day mm-hmm. like yeah i, I even like Real station mm-hmm. what else um the the central park five like mm-hmm. it, oh. it needs to be documented for generations ahead for sure and for white pe- or white people and and people that are not people of color that don't get it not but, niggas <laughs> right <laughs> but we get it and we're actually still living in it so like i i would just want those movies to make change i don't need to like sit through them and let my mind just be sad about them because also it makes a different version of me and it's just not healthy for me i'm just like pissed at the world yeah and you come out so angry like that's why i also don't like watching this because i just get so upset and just like mad and Mm -hmm. sad but those are feelings that i already have and i know where to put them like i put them yeah behind the people that i vote for i put them behind mm-hmm. activism so i don't need them ignited by those movies necessarily like somebody else might y'all i went to a I won't even like be super specific but i sent y- um i sent y'all a um a ceu that i like did a training <laughs> your girl was yesterday and i <laughs> went to it and it was it was all of this that we're talking about oh shit it was upsetting it was like it made me sad sad Mm. but it was like to me i'm like oh this is for white people like Mm -hmm. as i was listening to certain things they're Mm -hmm. like do y'all know what racism is and it was a lot of black people in it and we're all looking like because you could see everybody's screen everybody's just like just blinking like what do you want Mm -hmm. us to say was it who was the proctor like who they were a black person okay there we go but as they went through i understood why they were doing it because i'm like we that's a whole other conversation about skinfolk being kinfolk because i'm like you are i'm like something's off about you and mm-hmm. then she mentioned like oh i grew up in a predominantly white i'm like oh ding 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 that's why mm-hmm. you act like this because i'm like what are you talking about like niggas know right like yeah. i guess you were mm-hmm. talking for non-niggas or niggas that didn't grow up around niggas Girl, But i'll talk off mic about that <laughs> but either way i'll i just felt like i'm like oh this isn't it for me and there was a moment in the DMCU where she played a recording she was like i'm about to play this recording of oh, a crisis what? call with a black child and i literally muted my screen because yeah. i'm like what are you doing mm-hmm. trying to inflict trauma on me <laughs> and i just like i literally turned my shit down because i'm like i don't want to hear a child a calling crisis. a crisis line a black child calling a crisis line it's like I've literally had to be on the other end of that, so in right. talking to a child in crisis. So I don't need to hear that. I don't know, and what I the didn't point think of any of, anybody else needed to hear that because we all are in this field. Yeah, I just talked about it and how you solved it. Why do you need to play the recording of her yeah, being in crisis? I don't know because sometimes like emotion evokes movement but like we don't need it like you said like we have those emotions yeah already. we Cause are in because we've experienced but this. I'm even thinking even white people in this feel like we've all been in crisis calls mm-hmm. so I just feel like I just didn't see the productivity of it and so I legit like I was sitting in a room on a bed and I just put my volume down like mm-hmm. I am not. I don't even want to know what happened. Yeah. I can I can assume because once again we are therapists. Yeah, I right. can assume what happened. I don't. I can use my imagination. I don't need the picture to be played out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sorry. Well, well, to your rewinding my point, it back. Yeah, like as I always. Oh my <laughs> God, what the hell? I'm so sorry. <laughs> we like, went from Black Panther <laughs> to to this? <laughs> to, um, what is your it to or superhero? To, that was a <laughs> <But> yes. Um. <laughs> see, that's why I me and Top so jumping in. I'm like, well, I like. I so. I don't know if Iron Man is my favorite, but he is. I would say top three. I don't know if, I don't know if I have a one. So what is it? I guess that I like about mm-hmm. it. I just like because it's like a little bit. It gives action. It gives drama. It gives romance. Y'all know I'm a romantic, so it gives oh, a little bit romance? of that. I'm yeah, I'm it's some romance I'm in there. So it just gives me everything. Who is Iron Man's Iron Man's? Iron Man's <laughs> Iron Man? <laughs> Who's Iron Man's? so Who was Ernie sh- and Boo. Um, So he was she was her, his assistant her name is pepper i believe um and then they became something more they have a little kiddo and everything mm-hmm. um, i like i do like that weird scene maybe it's a like what is it end world end games <laughs> it is in game and they're all like I don't know somebody's getting his ass beat by like the big guy mm-hmm, and then he's knows. like Avengers assemble yeah and then they all come out of nowhere and then the Black Panther comes out like this portal with yeah. all the black people so and that that's was the best a, part So it gave me goosebumps so do those movies give goosebumps that part definitely gave me goosebumps but it's gonna give me more goosebumps because what I didn't notice was because these movies are so far apart like literally Iron Man was 2008 and I think what was in game like two years ago mm-hmm. or like 20 but, 2019 2019 it was like so, right before um saw that for some so imagine <laughs> what is that 10 <laughs> uh, like 11 years of all of these movies so i lose you lose track so i didn't realize i need to be probably re-watching them so what was so significant about that part was i think it's falcon um he used to run laps around captain america and when he i mean captain america would run laps around him when they first met and he would say on your left so that's what made that part so significant when they were getting their ass beat he came in on the comma was like on your left and the portal opened and everybody came to fuck through so that's why that part was so fucking monumental and i didn't understand that that much at that point but if you watch it from beginning to end it is really good the only the boring part like i think hulk's movie was kind of boring the very first captain america movie was boring as fuck um I feel like things really start taking off after uh civil war when Iron Man and Captain America kinda go like head to head over Is Captain America's Captain best Mer- friend. Is that the guy so remember at the end of um I don't wanna say uh, Lord? <laughs> no of black panther when like they show the guy in the winter i guess is the winter soldier no that's not Captain america that's his friend bucky okay bucky when they show him Mm -hmm. like in the snow Mm -hmm. and so i was in a theater with people who knew this so they started getting excited so i was like and i'm sitting here like what the fuck (laughs) who is this nigga yeah but so that's bucky Mm -hmm. if you could be any of other therapists whose therapist would you be oh that's a good one everybody got a lot of drama and trauma mm. Mm, that is a really good question i think i'm gonna go with the hulk for obvious reasons like calm <laughs> down nigga calm down i don't but, know but see, y'all know but what he... the aggression the aggressive clients we all know how therapists feel about aggressive clients y'all they just give me a little I might in my the, office a little I, panic say, panic. Say, I might have to hit the hand hit 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 button. button oh for sure mm-hmm. i got one client the he's always like i feel like out. i'm just one thing away i'm like well i'm you one thing away, I'm one second away from this button, sir. Um breathe. <coughs> get it together cuz we going to do telehealth only. You keep playing around. Okay. okay. Keep playing around. <laughs> telehealth only <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> Your ass going to be on the other side of the screen. Okay. If you don't know how to act in, in person. <laughs> <laughs> do you know any of them t- while she's thinking of that who you would be the therapist? Well, yeah. Um or who somebody, do I know. Somebody. I guess I only really know wanda vision so i feel like in her she seemed to have a lot of mm. complicated ptsd going on there so mm. i can give you a little bit of a backstory for her so she we know i feel like i know from the movie she's like it. you know more she from wants- i watched that movie no i was gonna give you more from that movie oh before the movie yeah okay because so she was introduced i can't remember It's in one of the movies um she had a twin Mm. Yeah. So she had a twin. They, of course, kidnapped them. Did some shit to them. They got powers, all that other stuff. um Her twin died. Oh wait, I think I didn't know that. And yeah. Was, it, was this? Does this relate to Hawkeye? I don't mm. think so. Why? What were you about to say? I'm pretty sure I was watching Hawkeye, and or I was watching some, and the, this girl had a twin, but she traveled in time, and it was like one of these movies, and like um, when she traveled back in time. Her twin was there, but in present day her twin was dead. It might be her. That might have been wandavision but she didn't travel back in time, she created her own universe. Oh, maybe <laughs> so That's, that's like the was. whole and I think I think honestly feel like I know Team. Were they like kidnapped the same- and raised to be mm-hmm. like heroes mm-hmm. yeah or, well, or villains or something? They were kind of raised to be like villains, but when they were introduced um in Age of Ultron, um, it was Avengers age of Ultron. and they were introduced. they were helping the bad guy, but then they realized that he was trying to like end the world, and mm-hmm. so then they became Avengers. Mm-hmm. So from in the Wanda vision cause what's what actually is um her husband's name, the red guy? Vision Vision. So uh-huh. vision basically how it started and correct me, holes where I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> okay. cause I'm not a part of the Marvel. <laughs> it was like a battle, a fight between someone that once in the holes and Vision died, but that was her husband, right? Mm So, the whole movie, WandaVision, is about how she lost her husband, and now she wanted to create this whole different Mm -hmm. world where he exists. To Mm -hmm. escape from reality. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to be a part of where she is right now because she doesn't have her husband. So, in this, she's like a 1950s housewife in this perfect world. Mm -hmm. They're in black and white. Uh, They're in black and white, and she's like, hello, honey. They're like in a, like, mm -hmm. I love Lucy Mm -hmm. comedy. Yeah, or Leave it to Beaver. Where she gets to be with him still. And that's like the whole concept of like but little things would happen that would remind her like wait you're not reality yeah and she would kind of be like but it's not a glitch in the matrix it would be a glitch it would be a glitch and she would be like hold on now um let's get back together cuz I don't want to be there yeah. yeah yeah but at the end it's like her facing like get her a bed <laughs> <laughs> if you're a therapist you know what i mean get her a bed yeah she yeah in the comfy in the comfy socks. but you saw so you did see in game yeah. So that was the worst part too because she she lost so it again. Yeah, she lost yeah, it twice. I do remember we'll that. not face your fears. Yeah. No. Well. walk well, yeah, through them. Actually, really I won't change mine. Like Hulk, I feel like is too two dimensional. Like anger management. Boom. This is not... I'm pretty sure this is DC, but send Joker my way. Send oh, Joker Oh, uh, absolutely not. Put him on my couch. No thanks. He won't want to fucking play games with you. When you ask him a question, he won't ask you a question back. I feel like he would be a frustrating comp- client, a non-compliant client. So, so I, I would do... we get do, each other. Which is kind of <laughs> another scenario, but I would do Loki, which is Thor's brother. <laughs> do y'all know you know Loki? I've been hearing about him a lot. He has... He's is skinny. He He's skinny. He has like <laughs> slick black, black hair. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know. <laughs> who plays him? I like him as a villain, but he's not attractive. Oh, he's I can't a tell you who. Well, because he's Thor's brother. He grew up in Thor's shadow and all this other stuff. So oh, grow the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Boo fucking who? So I think I would, I would do his therapy. I know. I'm such a good therapist. Boo fucking who. <laughs> but you know what? That's so on brand for Markea if you know her because she loves Adlerian Theory with. Um, birth order yeah, shit so like siblings. if you got sibling issues middle child syndrome marquee uh, girl. Um, that is a good way to bring in the and I'm uh, therapeutic orientation I am like, I'm like so send me joker that make and okay. you're trauma based so bring it so not us doing this we <laughs> really picked <laughs> the people based off of our therapeutic orientation it didn't mm. even like connect that you're welcome boom right, right. thanks guys for <laughs> oh. bringing in the marvel topic oh Hmm. so that's that's who we do yeah all um, right so now your yours space. i was just gonna it's the it's question but it's not like oh my god i gotta think deep because it's something you know, already do question i know i promise it's not gonna be hard i just want to hear like what are your favorite podcasts because like oh. we do our own um uh, you already know wait yours yeah well it's yours it is the friend zone yeah oh, yeah, yeah i love the friend I feel zone. Like my sun sign likes the friend zone my virgo that's very on brand for me and then my Sad sign. Really likes Mona's um, Don't Call mm. Me White Girl podcast. So mm. Those are... She's been having a lot of guests, though. I'm like, I just want to talk really to you. I want to talk to you. I just want to talk to mm-hmm. you. I know she gets mad with everybody saying, I have another guest. I'm sorry, y'all. No. <laughs> like, I know. That is what this But I do be talking to her. She don't talk back in the DMs. But I be DMing <laughs> you, Demona. <to> <laughs> Answer my friend. Because I don't put nothing crazy, but she has a dark side of the DM oh, yeah. um, component. But I just be... And they be so problematic in that DM. <laughs> dark side of the DM. I gotta listen I think I probably listen to like one I need I, to consistent with her I listen to it's her gotten better I watch too. her on YouTube mm, though not her like on a podcast um yeah. like I watch the clips but I listen to her in the car and stuff oh her. she has both I thought it was only YouTube mm. yeah, it's, it's both, both. it's and when both Apple? so yeah yeah oh, so I period. listen to her in the car I right now um and it's gotten better like ours has gotten better over time mm-hmm. and I, I really like that and then the friend zone's obviously very established you guys put me onto the friend zone I used to be so I don't know how my friends put up with me because once I don't want to do something I'm like i don't even give it a thought i'm like no that's not me and then everyone is just so patient like all right i think you'd like it but all right and then I eventually i let i do it and then i like it and i'm like i love this <laughs> and they're like yeah bitch but <laughs> we do no. uh-huh <laughs> so one to help me recognize like uh, i gotta work on being more open and two um i just love that one like that was you guys put me onto that years ago and now that I listen to that almost like weekly, I love Fran because I feel like Fran is like your mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. J- Dustin is like your mm-hmm. moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Oh yeah, because she is an Earth sign, Taurus, and then he's an Aries. Mm-hmm. And then I follow right. all of Fran's friends. Hazna, mm-hmm. not really. Yes, Haz. Haz. I know. Um, I secretly admire um, all this or- my friends too. Right in my head. Yeah. Um, and it's so great because it's a friend zoning my friends put me onto it so those are my two tops and obviously I have some here and there um, mm-hmm. I do want to give an honorable mention to somebody that Tots put me onto, but I think it's going to be one of Tots favorites so I'll let you say it yeah which one is it Around the Way Curls mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. we got to shout out to other Philly podcasts too. I always yes. think if I want to like message them and be like hey y'all because like Dude, yeah, girl, be it. Do, it. do it girl I it. Do connection do it do it do it do it I really enjoy. Look at us, like harass them. Yes. <laughs> but I enjoy Runaway Curls because they're also really they're you know really introspective. They're always talking mm-hmm. about like deep stuff. Oh, you know what we should do. We should say like, this. This is the type of person that would like this podcast. I would say for Runaway Curls, it's like a person that is really like trying to examine like what do, what are my habits and like do i like these habits of mine and i don't know they're always just doing kind of like deep soul work but like in a funny way because it's your friends it's, it honestly is like conversations that we be having like why do you do mm-hmm. that I'm like i don't know bitch and then like <laughs> then we just kind of do like Talk a deep life. dive and because they've been friends for such a long time you can really have those like real mm-hmm. conversations and then like Different in the best ways that make a friendship work, yeah. and obviously they're similar too. But like their differences are just like so kind of like I don't know engulfing to like listen to. It's just yeah. so nice. Yeah, and it's like real because sometimes they be having like little tussles too. Mm-hmm. It's like me and Marquia. <laughs> <laughs> they be having little tussles <laughs> like, here, and I'll be like, Oh, be uh, looking up to God, she said, oh, I should go again. Help <laughs> me. Trying not to have conflict. <laughs> All right, so somebody that would like around the way curls is somebody who likes what? It's like a woo woo like you're trying to work on yourself but also you're you don't you're not that serious like it's like you're serious about doing stuff but like you also like fun and you want laughter and you want a mix of all of that so Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a good mix somebody who likes the friend zone would be what i would say somebody that likes pop culture wellness black 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 blackity black yeah uh wealth and yeah but music too i get mm-hmm. uh, so many from a asante singer oh. i get my i yes. get so many new songs that i, I do too like, now love from from them too so and i always music. have to pause it when i'm listening to, yes. it when, she gets to when they get to the music because i'm mm-hmm. like i need to be somewhere i can write this shit mm-hmm. down or i can edit automatically automatically the to my worst Apple. feeling is when they get to the um listens lately and I, i've been like it's been multiple times that i've been driving and i'm like <laughs> shit i missed the- I because i'm yeah. driving i'm in the middle of doing shit i'm like i have to like you said i just yeah, like i have to come it. back to this later because i missed a good song but i you know so crazy that stopped there again i'm very it's very hard to put me onto a new song that's not my favorite segment what's your favorite wellness um <laughs> wellness is my favorite <laughs> segment hey friend, hey <laughs> wellness is my favorite segment but i i would say the music gets me when i'm so old y'all when dustin brings up like a throwback oh yeah and mm. then i'll stop the podcast and be like i gotta play the throwback Mm -hmm. and then i'll get back to the podcast um but that's usually but i do like the listens lately like i will listen to it and be like what do they listen to Mm -hmm. but i never i rarely find myself going deep into it there's some major songs that really like are on rotation for me that like they put me on and Mm -hmm. i'm like thanks but yeah um you want to do more of your own podcast i don't know because i have ones for the different parts of my personality Mm -hmm. so i would say if i'm just being like normal old me of course the read like Mm -hmm. I cannot I I literally cannot without them I was just listening to their podcast yesterday um it's pretty much like always in my ear and when I get super bored and nostalgic then I'll go back to like earlier ones that used to be my favorite really yeah Mm -hmm. it's like my comfort podcast when I'm just like I just want to laugh I don't want to I guess because they do do some introspection stuff but I feel like for me I'm just like when I just want to laugh at stuff when i just want to like talk about pop culture and just mm-hmm. be like you know not i don't want to dive too deeply right now it's definitely my comfort podcast and then also because they've been out for so long it's like you know a meeting with old friends mm-hmm. it's like what are they up to what are they doing and you know you just meet up with your friends for coffee is like listening to them i yeah. really I admire it's easy how long far they've expanded in that podcast in particular to working with bt Issa ray mm-hmm. um hbo so proud of music you. Kit, i was gonna say Kid fairy's on freaking rap shit rap I'm shit. he wrote for rap shit that's amazing yeah and i love like these people i don't know they just feel like
1: friends friends, friends family <laughs> they do.
0: and they i think for us like people like we have like visionary components to us too they just feel like this is a portal that we're gonna walk through too. Mm-hmm. All right, Nikki, what you yeah. got? What you got? Um, y'all said all the ones. I don't listen to podcasts as much as I did when I was doing like family based and stuff like that. because yeah, I was always on the go. I like listen. To um, them. but no, I heart. think literally all the ones that y'all already mentioned, I mentioned. Um, the read hasn't been on much rotation as the friend zone has been because I feel like. The re, it is more like pop culture but i feel like it can their opinions can sometimes be a little bit too much for me so um if i want something just like easy going and just light felt then i always um i'm always listening to the friend zone mm-hmm. oh girl but there's sometimes and i love me some tiffany <laughs> <laughs> but i have to really prep myself for those friends on episodes where they have the budgetista on yeah. there oh yeah she, stressed me she stresses me out she stresses me out to them like, but i love, love and I'm her i'm gonna buy her to book ship. go buy her book y'all how to get good with money mm-hmm. tiffany Adichie, the budgetista um love her i have her. to prep myself for listening and to those i started listening to her and, and mandy on um mm-hmm. what is her podcast called see the thing is no it's like brown brown ambition oh yeah why is that right there wow wow oh my god oh my goodness (laughs) um um yeah brown ambition and it talks about finances and honestly i just feel like if you i know i didn't have like financial literacy literacy going up through my parents or anybody in my family Mm -hmm. and it's not my fault but it is my responsibility to get it together so that is just such a wealthy you okay Keith? sorry no i'm not okay It's <laughs> <laughs> just a welcoming and like palatable way to disseminate and not a too intimidating way like if you're overwhelmed with finances if that's not your thing mm-hmm. um, but you still know you have to get it together and you want to learn something i'm comfortable with that podcast um and i recommend it yeah so yeah that was all i only want to give an honorable mention i've mentioned Ooh. her before but it's it's more like therapist me esther perel's podcast is that the one you'll be sending us with the she does the couples mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah esther perel where do we begin her podcast who it be getting juicy on there too but esther perel is like a famed like world-renowned yeah. psychologist i don't i actually don't want to get her title wrong Ooh. i believe she's a psychologist but she does like one-time therapy sessions with these couples and um It's just like the way that she talks, the way that she interacts. Like, if you are in this in this field, it's like a master's class in Mm -hmm. how to engage with other people. And if you're not in this field and you're just in relationship with other people, it's just a master class on like things that we could do to change our relationship with people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's good for a lot of different things. I just want to list. Since I'm on the app, let me just tell y'all some of the just the names of the episodes because they just will you in um i've had a hundred conversations with you in my head still single at 40 we started as an affair i, was, I deserve to be a mother like l- wow. listen to these titles like that if that should just pull you in and the alone. last one I we watched. got stuck the cookies up yeah the last one, <laughs> the last one i listened to was a uh, she actually did a where are they now of a uh, another couple that mm-hmm. I needed to know what happened with them because the whole thing was about the wife she has affairs with other men Mm. and the husband he was kind of pretending that he was cool with it but it made him very insecure Mm -hmm. and she was kind of like well this is what I'm going to do so I don't know what you want to do about it and it was a where are they now to see where they are in their relationship. Did they break up? maybe y'all should listen to. So i'll <laughs> keep it but like yeah. i would just say like that's just an honorable mention because it actually is like a great therapy mm-hmm. and then also like very entertaining listening so and yeah learn something so yeah I, go ahead it was i was just going to say it's giving um i don't know if y'all saw or heard i think it's on showtime that they have um couples therapy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know if y'all saw that is it giving told that? me about it it sounds Um, like it's giving that just like a podcast version yeah you just don't get to like see yeah you just like imagine what you think that they look like Mm -hmm. and it's really diverse all different cultures she does interviews with people in like belgium and london and so it's really cool okay sounds cool and i feel like if you're just getting into podcasts or you feel like they're not your thing i say keep it open mind and that's a lot coming from me (laughs) because i didn't but i'm glad i did because it's just a good way to kind of learn things like let's Mm -hmm. say you're not a reader or you're in your career and you're not really going back to school but you yearn more knowledge and you're feeling too comfortable in life podcasts are a great way to just get like information in a very like conversation like way and um, you can listen to them, I think, over the years I've seen just in different ways. I particularly like to listen to them when I drive Me too. And then in the next in the in the last few years, I've listened to them like, while, I shower. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my best friend she likes to listen to them, like when she's getting ready or when she's doing anything around the house. So there's different ways to listen to them. you can stop them, start them when you want. You don't have to listen all the way through the first mm-hmm. time, all different ways. So just, Take some of the suggestions we said today and see which one you want to hop into. After listening to ours, of course. <laughs> I, know. I hope that we're on some other people's list, too, because I told y'all. We was... in South Africa. I know okay. not tell us that. According if to um, our, our statistics, we charted over there. Right, we in Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> <Or> Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. <What's laughs> up? I've been watching Dairy Girls. <laughs> hey, girl. But yeah. So But uh, yeah. So that was us holding space for a long ass time. <laughs> welcome back (laughs) that was in my head welcome back welcome back onyx not no no (laughs) nope (laughs) i'll never forget because y'all know i went to that branch campus so we got 98.9 like (laughs) by our campus my friends used to be like what the fuck what is going on what is onyx i'm like if you know you know yeah you're not from here it's okay if only you knew but maybe only you know, hey. you know, love my girl. How much I do, do. <laughs> this will be an insider. Me and mom, we always make fun of Patty's voice. <laughs> Did you see? You better hit the note. Did you see her recently rolling around on that damn floor? Mm mm. My Who mom, mom had sent me like a. Um, she catch the Holy Ghost. No, she was just performing. She was just singing. Oh, I don't I'm remember what surprised. song it was, and she was just rolling around the damn floor. I'm not surprised. I'm okay, Patty. Patty, love you. It's Philly <laughs> girl to pie another season. Philly girl. Oh Lord, Patty pie Patty Pawsies. And you know. know, all Pye the grandmas and the aunties, the hater jumped out when Patty came out with those paws. Everybody, everybody's, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's grandma and aunt and mom. That good. They that's not true. That. Right? They all like, mm-hmm, I had it in Patty pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, y'all are some haters. Most, big haters. <laughs> the most ghetto thing I bought <laughs> for Thanksgiving, although would buy again and recommend, was the cage. Was the wood, The cage, the whole... Caucasian turkey from Popeyes. <laughs> what like like was good It good. It was either two years ago or last year. It was year. like two or three years Occasian ago. Caucasian turkey. The yeah. yeah, you can order them. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you have to cook it. That actually kind of sounds lit. Oh, that just said, like you good? put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. Oh. You pre-order it. You can go to your Papa. Hey y'all, so go to your <laughs> local not Popeyes. Ad. Attention, <laughs> not an ad. <laughs> you can go to your local Popeyes and uh, ask to order one, and they'll tell you yes, we have them, and they'll give you one, or they'll say like this this is the day they're coming in um and you could even order online yeah girl mm-hmm. and it was kind of worth it so this it. it was good yeah it was good <laughs> all right i'm not judging that. if you can get like a pre-made already mm-hmm. seasoned all i gotta do is pop it in the oven cajun turkey and you know turkey be dry they, yeah it was, good. it was juicy it was Hmm. okay i'd like to think i basted it well but they seasoned it well mm-hmm. it was only, like swear. it wasn't even expensive regular turkey price that would be pie? up now. With you might just inflation. like levitate into there with, mm-hmm. with a patty pie. With a patty pie? Not a Cajun turkey and patty pie. Mm-hmm. In front oh, of people. And Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, that sounds great. That's, uh, that sounds great. <laughs> I would love that. Well, I don't really like patty pie. But, but <laughs> what else are we talking about this season? Well, since we're already clearly, we see we're gearing up to the <laughs> holiday seasons. So. Today we wanted to kind of do a a re a re I guess what a revisit remix to oh, so <laughs> around. round hey. we see ah, ah, ah. but really <laughs> gonna be <need> some <something. laughs> I'm talking lights like, camera action yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry so Miss Jackson so we're remixing we're, yeah. we're remixing a older post that we had actually before we went live um podcast watching hmm. oh yeah it was pre-live it was our holiday survival guide so if you are a old you know what if you're an og follower of and E-H, you were there when we first posted our holiday survival guide message us and tell us you know and give a <laughs> were- <gasps> hootie who because you see hootie who a Hootie who if you were there for our holiday survival guide um but it was something that i i was looking back the other day and i saw that and i'm like you know what i think it's something we should actually revisit with the holidays coming up because it was so good but we didn't actually get to talk about it you know on the podcast so you know sometimes you gotta repurpose mm-hmm. and i feel like That's, this is a yeah, perfect one that was the season like we weren't recording yeah it was before we started and actually we're running up to our one-year mm-hmm. anniversary but anyway to this chatting. day that's actually one of the most saved circulated posts yeah, that has was. reached um mm-hmm. people. besides when marquette goes viral for disney shit <laughs> other than that one <laughs> the um a holiday survival guy. why do you guys think that is i mean i think it's just the way that we um tailored it i think it just really touches on what it's like to be during the holidays with your family I think, and also without family, too, because I think Mm -hmm. that's what we touched on. Mm -hmm. But I think we know as clinicians that the holiday season um, is a really, can be a really, really tough time for clients. Um, And even if we talk about, like, if we talk about just the therapeutic realm in general, do we not, as therapists, talk about how the holiday season is also our busiest season at times, Yeah. and it's for a reason because people are grappling a lot of things and so we kind of wanted to speak to that because we know like we work with you know we work with people we also have our own personal you know Mm -hmm. stuff going on too so i think it really touched base because it's a real thing yeah absolutely have you guys started asking your clients um like in prefacing any holiday attitudes getting a temperature well, you know I'm in um, limbo with everybody oh, true. right now. Not <laughs> just true. yet. We just gotten over Halloween because a lot of my clients are actually celebrating Halloween this year, so I'm yes still touching no. base about that. So not yet. So this is. I usually start the conversation around Halloween, um, mm, around because yeah. uh, Halloween is fun, and most people don't tend to struggle with that one in particular because you're with friends or um, I don't know n- less family. But I go into any like. Temperature getting around mm-hmm. like, are you worried about the holidays? What are your feelings around the holidays? Tell me when I bring up the holidays, what comes to mind for you? Mm-hmm. Um, just so we know, like we only have three sessions before Thanksgiving, yeah. So like I gotta, oh yeah, we only have eight sessions before Christmas, mm. so or less. So that's why I get the conversation going because I want them to put it instead of their subconscious mind in their conscious mind on active ways of how they're going to navigate their holidays if mm-hmm. it's a struggle for them, um, and especially with the first thing we brought up in our topic, which was family boundaries. So, so let's today, yeah, let's mm-hmm. go over. We're gonna go over family boundaries, celebrating the holidays alone, um, and like grieving loved ones, grieving mm-hmm. loved ones, um, comparison hmm <coughs> so let's get this started our first one on the survival god is is the um family, family. <laughs> boundaries proud proud family i was gonna say what song are you about to sing to connect with that also side note beyonce did the proud girl, family and issues. i'm so That's fucking what I, mm-hmm. I was like a family and a family. this bitch did sugar mama and fucking um trudy, trudy. you oh, this, I'm like, i at first, I thought that was Tina, and then I, I realized, and I said, This bitch is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. It's I, it's Beyonce? Beyonce. My friend was like, She let me, it took me a good 30 seconds. I was like, Look at Trudy. She looked, she looked like tisha I know tisha smiling, and she just sitting there watching me take it all in. <laughs> I zoomed in on Sugar Mama. I said, Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I literally, I feel like everybody no, had have, I'm like, She played too fucking much. <laughs> too literally. fucking much. With the damn cane, mamas. Girl, was, but them kids them, them celebrity kids already be like aging quickly but they, so the Carter's Blue? kids are long as hell girl I, Blue is so Blue is as tall as Beyonce and she was miserable. and Beyonce had she was pills on. she did not want to be, she didn't really be there she probably she, she, she had, had enough you know who Blue probably wanted to be if she even wanted to participate Chugamama. Mama no that one kid that Penny was about to date and he was like in a virtual reality that one time oh yeah like she's cool like that he was giving um Sis- not i say <laughs> Cisco vibes yeah he was whatever it was <laughs> cyber cisco yeah basically um, <clears throat> but yeah but yeah, yeah so, so you know Solange did the song for that yeah well she did too it was all of them yeah oh, yeah. That's yeah, include it's with Solange um yeah so the first one guys is family boundaries um and then i'm just gonna go over the actual post that we posted so the bullet points that we have for that one were um prioritize your time remove yourself from situations that are overwhelming um and just breathe try to set aside differences accept the limitations of others um and don't be afraid to say no so let's jump into it like how does it show up on your couch when we're talking do you see people struggling with family boundaries more around the holidays oh look at the the faces yeah (laughs) And yes. that's so normal, yes. right? Yeah. It's definitely expedited during the, um, or heightened, I would say, during the holidays. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of my clients already struggle with yeah. boundaries on a normal These day. These are new things that come no, up. No. I think mm-hmm. it's just a little bit more leveled out when you're in um, really big gatherings with family yeah. and just around, maybe even extended family. Because that's what calls for the holidays, too. Like, it's not just immediate. Sometimes you have, like, cousins of cousins and things like that that's coming by. Right. That's not in your, you know, normal routine. And I think for black clients in particular and even clients of color um i've noticed a trend of their families being more comfortable to ask what they find as invasive questions Mm -hmm. whereas like the white counterparts um and you know being half white i have a whole family that is of the caucasians (laughs) (laughs) Uh and my experience is they will accept surface answers so Mm. i know a lot of my clients feel pressured about how they're going to just give any natural updates that we would as like at family gatherings and you know i feel like some families are um just more accepting of whatever answer you have and some families no 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 i was saying unpack that because i think that was the first time i've heard that i didn't know that Mm. white people don't go through this too (laughs) i ain't not about to be the white whisperer on this podcast don't do that to me do they don't you dare well i didn't i don't don't know i I don't know how well i guess maybe because i i I also like my grandmother is white and but i think also they are italian so they are Mm. very specific demographic where they like you know (laughs) they talk a very specific type of way so maybe Mm -hmm. i only know through that lens of like they are pretty much the same Mm -hmm. and how they relate. yeah because i mean you guys haven't met my mom but but once i think but she's her dad's from Italy very invasive she doesn't care mm-hmm. but she also has a lot of other things that disseminate these boundaries mm-hmm. um, besides being Italian and then her mom um, has she remarried so like that family is a family that I know mm-hmm. and I don't I, th- I don't really know where their origins at but they my experiences they are definitely okay with accepting very surface answers and keeping it pushing mm-hmm. and I talked about that in grad school as well um, whereas like my uh, black family they just dig deeper and all in your business yeah right it could feel like that um but again both sides are out of love I think the my mom's side out of love is just like I don't want to step too far if that's mm-hmm. uncomfortable I don't wanna make you uncomfortable and my black family is like if there's anything going wrong I want to make sure I cover all the bases so I'm checking in on you mm-hmm. yeah um, but also I think my clients um, and probably us personally we just have different things of what we would consider wrong you know um, some clients struggle with going home without um, a partner or any updates mm-hmm. on the relationship or any updates on kids where that's not really a problem with my family asking that because I don't I personally am not in putting my stock in that but if mm-hmm. you have insecurities about that having a questions being asked automatically sends off a small stress response in your brain even if you you feel like you got it and so I talk about those connections and, and ways to kind of navigate through those mm-hmm. um, particular questions what do you guys see on the couch no that's definitely true I think that you know I'm i am am similar with ut where like i my family isn't the type of family like you don't got a man yet which like i am so thankful for because i really Mm -hmm. do empathize for the people that Mm -hmm. i know personally and in therapy with whose family are like that i'm like god that sounds annoying (laughs) right i have my own annoyances though but it's not that in particular (laughs) but um but yeah i think with family it's a lot about like i think a lot of you know it's the same thing like what you were just talking about key two where like you have a lot of underlying issues where like if you're in your normal day-to-day you mm-hmm. don't have to face them you don't really have to engage that much or like you can cut the conversation short on the phone and be like all right mom i'm call you back or you know you can do whatever to deflect because you don't have to really be around these people pers- especially if you're in our age group where you you grown as fuck so you live by yourself or you live on your own you don't live with them so you can kind of change how you engage but this is a time mm-hmm. where it's like almost we have to face it it's mm-hmm. like oh they're shit they're there mm-hmm. or now they're calling me if, especially if you like my family like what are you cooking or what you doing or what you gonna wear or whatever the fuck where it's <laughs> like uh you know an increase of communication so mm-hmm. it's almost like a moment where we have to like face some of these uncomfortable interactions that we usually get to avoid mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's a i named a common one but there are so many other common ones and it, it doesn't matter what the context is what i really want to highlight is if that's a discomfort for you mm-hmm. um, similar things that we would see is it's really just your insecurities so for me being asked about kids and children does not it's not my shit that's not where my insecurities lie so being asked about it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. however if I go to dinner and you talking about a bitch look thicker <laughs> or she gained weight mm-hmm. particularly because I do come from two different type of sides mm-hmm. and weight on one side is regarded differently on the other side so that's my shit so i might feel or in the past it has been yeah now not so much but either way that's what it is and for a long time and what i see on my couch with my younger 20 somethings it's it's school like school's the insecurity like Mm -hmm. i actually am failing a class and i don't want to talk about that or i'm not failing but i'm doing well and it's still really hard so i don't want to spend this time talking about it Mm -hmm. Uh, and whatever it is it's your insecurity so first kind of labeling that of like my family is touching my shit this is mm-hmm. me and, yeah. and when somebody touches your shit what do you do with that yeah, yeah. It's about being confident in or taking control of your anxiety or whatever fear that is because that's where it's coming from like you feel insecure about it and if someone acts you about it you're like shit why are you bringing out you know what i'm fearful to talk about or what i i'm trying to avoid talking about yeah. mm-hmm. or shit i'm still figuring out i, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know what mine would necessarily be maybe like what's next because I'm still figuring that out mm-hmm. too um, but what would you guys do you guys have any shit that you're comfortable sharing I was just thinking about that too I'm like what would I say Is something that's really I know if I'm being I'm being transparent in the past but now it's over it mm-hmm. was questions about the wedding like that used to like mm-hmm. like please <laughs> mm-hmm. leave me alone please just let me be let me figure out my bearings let me get it together but now that's done so it's like whatever y'all that's a mm-hmm. good recent example and, and you yeah. were engaged not not long but a pretty traditional amount of time where you passed every holiday and had to kind of have the opportunity to face be mm-hmm. faced with that oh my gosh literally we got engaged in march and i think starting like what was the first big time people saw me my family maybe like Easter or something like that Like wow. so, the next really month, so they're like <laughs> Literally the next I'm like please <laughs> I'm please. enjoying just being engaged thank right. you so much and I had to keep saying that but people like when's the date or When can I invite my bu-? like already and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm being in a day with questions y'all mm-hmm. but so from there that was my like thing recently just cause I'm like I'm trying to figure it out and I will let you know but people are like well I have questions mm-hmm. right. like, how about you um for me personally i feel like it would be more of the um like the weight situation Mm -hmm. yeah like appearances yeah i feel like that would be more of what and my family actually doesn't do this um but i think if they would that would be a huge insecurity because i am so up and down like last year this time i had a trainer and i was really like on my shit Mm -hmm. and now this year i do feel like it's a couple steps behind where i was last year so i think that would be a huge trigger and would be hard for me to sit in the same space with them if that was to be something that they brought up mm, yeah certainly and, and we see the similar sentiments on the couch mm-hmm. um, now i don't want to go through every bullet point we put because we'll be here forever because we got like other things yeah, on how to yeah. about on the holidays but is there any other one in there that you think impasse would really benefit from when it comes to um handling the holidays with family boundaries i would say really just accepting the limitations of others yes (laughs) because it's not only some like someone in your family respecting what you don't want to talk about but then you also respecting what other people don't want to talk about so it's like that staying in that same common ground of just like mutual respect i don't want to talk about this you we won't talk about Mm -hmm. that i read it as Uh sorry, no i I think we're going the same direction i read it as understanding that if somebody's asking me stuff or they can't read my cues that is probably Mm. a limitation i was just saying my mom in the nicest way saying like yeah she's an italian yeah she's a sagittarius Mm -hmm. but she's also like psychotic (laughs) well she was psychotic so Mm -hmm. like she was the the person that didn't have boundaries she had a big personality and there's just limitations of like she doesn't always read the room so Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. i feel like cousins or aunts aunts, and i have aunts and uncles like this still you Mm -hmm. know they just don't read the room and I accept that limitation, so I'm not going to sit here and, and let that emotion take over me and be frustrated mm. because then I'm not accepting it. Is I'm accepting that this mm. person doesn't really read cues well. I don't have to put up with it, but you know yeah. I, I'm yeah, going to accept like this is not a personal yeah. thing. We are whole this, whole piece of their, this is their, their lack of skills, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and that's exactly where I was going with it. Of just like I think a lot of the anguish we feel in some family interactions and this is something I personally had to really overcome as well where you mm-hmm. see something that's going on and you feel so upset or so you personalize their behavior as something that may be a fault of yours or if they really mm-hmm. love me they wouldn't do these types of things and mm-hmm. when you truly just accept like this is just who this person is once again mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like that doesn't make it okay. It also doesn't make the things that they're doing right, but it also is now taking the ownership of the problem from you and you to fix and you to take care of versus them. It's like they do this thing, mm-hmm. I don't like it, but what what the hell am I supposed to do with it? And then mm-hmm. that just you know shifts who it belongs to. You mm-hmm. know. Well okay. Said. Yeah. Uh, I like what? those two different perspectives. You do. <laughs> you gotta, gonna add? <laughs> and oh no I said mine already with no, the, I oh, <laughs> and I love yours too um, so family boundaries we totally get it um, asserting boundaries really kind of looks like and I am going to move on to the next slide but mm-hmm. instead of just talking about like oh our antidotes like I really say like s- there's a skill called a stop skill and you think of the stop sign but it's also an acronym mm-hmm. and you just stop when you kind of recognize your emotions getting kind of high or even just a trigger the check-in you take a step back <clears throat> so s stop t take a step back O, observe what you're feeling instead of engaging with it mm-hmm. so i was doing yoga today and everything was coming to mind like oh my god the girls are on their way to record and i, I labeled it i said worried and i let it go mm-hmm. um so like label it observe and label and then p is find peace so that if peace for you is taking that cousin walk or um you Which know my cousins, <laughs> put a little extra sauce on in your sangria no that's a terrible ways to cope but also if peace for you is that or just taking a step back or texting somebody i'm I'm a big fan of texting my sister like this Mm -hmm. is some bullshit you know getting it out um and recognizing that's just a quick way to soothe yourself and work through family boundaries um have a family buddy me and my family Mm -hmm. love that too Mm -hmm. i'm not coming until she coming Mm -hmm. or if you're sitting (laughs) and you arrive early text them like where you at and if they're not there i'm sending my ass in the car until they get here because family buddy Mm -hmm. so i think there's there's lots of ways where we can you know do that and find I'm peace and it's not boundary. yeah and also just ways to cope or to navigate or to just build some form of comfort in sometimes situations that may feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. right what i always talk to my clients about too is knowing that you can remove yourself or setting limits on how limits on how long you stay at the function like just because you're there like just because it starts to stay at five and typically the family's there to like midnight who said that you have to stay that whole time you can come at seven leave at ten you can come at eight and leave at nine like you don't have to be there the entire time your whole family is there yeah certain people got a shelf life yeah and i talk about that with my clients too it's like and that's that is a part of setting boundaries too if like i want to maintain a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. with this person i may have to titrate yeah how much we are around each other to keep it sane because once Mm -hmm. we get past the three hour mark I'm out. All right. It's a bit It starts getting. <laughs> it starts getting weird. And so for all of us, and for this relationship, I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. And I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Great. If I would have stayed, I may not have continued to have a good time. So yeah, you know, you I definitely talk about. I mm-hmm. talk about that with clients too. It's okay to notice and to observe those patterns of like, okay, if I go over to my parents' house, I need to just stay for an hour mm-hmm. or whatever function, whatever person, and you know, keeping that and yeah and yeah. that, maybe that could help make your interactions more pleasurable too right yeah and this is not going to be i don't think we need to expand on this but if you do do individual work with uh, your own therapist if you're finding that being re-entering the space of your family feels hard because re-entering your role in your family feels hard mm-hmm. and the role that you're expected to play isn't comfortable anymore then dig deeper um because that could be a huge uh, subconscious deterrent of why you don't want to be in that environment because mm-hmm. you're outgrowing that role yeah yeah and the next one was comparison right mm-hmm. yes which is the thief of joy yes, <laughs> yes it is so so struggling with comparison um number I see one this with siblings right mm. yeah yeah i would definitely agree and just family in general too and yeah that's something we'll get into Ooh, when they it'll, pitch you against each other go ahead girl We, we are like, like, let's <laughs> get into it
1: so into first one it.
0: practice gratitude for the people places and things that bring us joy mm-hmm Avoid comparing the worst of ourselves to the best of others. Reflect the joy that we see into our own lives. Take a break from social media. And trust your own path. Ooh, Mm. I love all of them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I think all of them would work, really. Um, What do y'all see when it comes to comparison? Like, personally, or on the couch. Like, anything that comes up with your clients trying to avoid being compared to I, I know I talk about this because this is I honestly feel like I talk about this with my clients because I I feel like there's such a negative connotation for the for, of the emotion of jealousy mm-hmm. and I'm like and I think that goes into comparison and you know all of those things of like I, I don't think there's anything wrong jealousy is the acknowledgement of like someone has something that we want mm-hmm. to and I'm like, there's nothing inherently negative about that. Right. Like about having wants. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just acknowledging that, and I think it's about transmuting it into like, okay, so we want this thing. And I know personally that's some a feeling that I'm really, I just naturally feel more comfortable transmuting because I'm like, oh, I like that bag. I wonder where they got it from. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just look it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now I found where it is. Okay. Well, next time I get paid, I'm just gonna buy it. And it's mm-hmm. like. That could have been something where I went into this space in the spiral of, like, they always dress better than me and mm-hmm. then, you know, they have everything that I want and I just think that trying to use this as a space to transmute it and just acknowledge, like, oh, I want that thing, and it doesn't have to mean anything negative about me, doesn't have to mean anything about who I am as a person, but just acknowledgement of something, and that happens a lot, and it... Sure, yeah. certainly, and I think it's, jealousy is such... We've talked about this, it's such a... Uh, transferable uh type not transferable Mm. transformable Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) emotion but the thing is if it's where you send that energy to so Todd's describing sending it towards ambition like I it's Mm. leading me on the path for things that I want or it can be transformed into envy and that means you're sending the energy towards what that person has and what you Mm -hmm. don't have um, but it is a reminder. All of our emotions are sending us some signal, so listen to them. And what you kind of practiced there was non-judgmental thinking, which is mm-hmm. so important. That's a whole different hard. episode. But that's what that's what I described. Like you label the thought, and you don't engage with the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like overly engage. Mm-hmm. Um, what what comes to mind when when you hear like comparison around the family holidays? So I was thinking more of um, like older. Adults comparing to where they think you should be versus where you actually are, mm, and God forbid you got a cousin, a <laughs> successful cousin. They come in a Maybach. <laughs> the, what is that? Is that a plane? Yes, it's a helicopter. Oh, girl. girl. Uh, oh, I see it. Well, this the camera. <laughs> <laughs> this is the county cal- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm a shady bitch. Just a little. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so I was saying I think um, what I've heard a lot from my mm-hmm. clients is just this comparison of, like, you know, parents or grandparents or whatever comparing you to, like, where they think you should be. Like, oh, maybe you have to add another semester to school or you didn't mm-hmm. do a good job or certain s- at something and they're, like, calling that out and saying, oh, well, you should have done this or you should be here already. Like, how are we getting there? And it's like, take it easy. Like, I'm doing it on my path. Like, why are you creating tension for me and anxiety for me because i'm not where you wanted me to be or where you thought i should be mm-hmm. and that goes into the last bullet point of trusting your own path too i mm. think that i think it's kind of going into the same thing with family boundaries of like people people can bring up things but it's up to us to kind of accept that as like our own narrative and mm-hmm. our own story because if you're like why don't you why don't you have a car like your brother it's like who said i wanted a car like that right like, and maybe sometimes it does stick into like a pin of a something that is actually a wound for us or something we are actively trying to work Mm -hmm. through where we're like well damn i do kind of want to car like that but also trusting our own path of like well what are you doing to get towards that like let's work on that once again this is how my brain works. like well bitch what are you doing to get to that mm-hmm, Did you mm-hmm. have you been saving are you still doing this type of stuff like you can get it everything is possible to mm-hmm. you we just have to make ch- choices and make changes to get those things to happen and so if they brought up your cousin's car and you're acknowledging only this is us accepting it that we want that <laughs> What, what are we doing to get it done because mm-hmm. then we will get it done eventually because i believe in you bitch, right. bitch you people and paths so it's like it's no there is no comparison or what we're supposed to have because whatever is for us we will get in our own time once we you know get ourselves together and get our you know get know yeah. our own path you know i mm-hmm. think if you're struggling with comparison affirmations will be a great mm-hmm. little vitamin to take before uh, you go out mm-hmm, into these yes. environments that touch on those insecurities um mm, just really affirming one your path or what what you are bringing um if being around your family reminds you what you don't bring mm-hmm. oh well i was about to say something that may be problematic shocker mm, shake the table well i was just having a conversation about this sometimes also some family members don't actually know what the fuck they're talking about anyway <laughs> girl that's why <laughs> and so, i'm so like i give a fuck because i don't. Don't. that's why like i just had a conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> I literally i just had a conversation with a family member that was upset about something another family member said and i'm like listen to who you just talk about child who gives a fuck what they have to say like (laughs) like, do they even know what success look like shut up right Mm -hmm. so measuring who it's coming from too Mm -hmm. like how much weight are you giving this person why is what they said so valuable to you or so like affecting you right what is it like the drags when people be like oh you still not married yet like oh you still on your you still <laughs> don't know your first son's dad <laughs> damn auntie that's crazy right. that's where to you son. just gotta actually think like wait who's even talking to me child you judging me you a mess look at your life yeah, yeah. and then that helps us to be objective <laughs> before we no. go down the rabbit hole I got this smart my I'm smart mouth I always say like, whatever I'm missing they bring it out But like, well you know I always wanted to be like you mm-hmm. Sedge Moon more <laughs> <laughs> like a dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> wait actually I'm curious of our so now we got T's example of how she handles shade how do you handle shade like you I just don't say <laughs>
1: No! Oh my no, God! No! I'm no, such no, a no, pussy no! No! Now. No! 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 Do you let it ride off? You don't take it, or
0: do you go home and internalize it? I was about to it? look at a scenario. Now I just let it ride. Like I, it doesn't phase me. So that's what you do. You just mentally so now, block it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know, and it's it comes through confidence. Like my mom, she always brings up how big my boobs are. Always. Mm. Ever since I probably was like ninth grade, and I literally went from like, I'm not going to say, but I went really <laughs> fast through the letters she always brings it up and now i'm like no oh. like i i or i'll say smart stuff back i can't think of something that i said recently but i like say smart stuff back or i'll just like ignore her so now it does roll off my back but initially when i was going through that that was a lot i went through all them letters quickly why are you pointing that out like that's an insecurity yeah um but now yeah i'm able to handle it better i hate that families even feel comfortable commenting on bodies yeah. like that when i was an adolescent hmm. my yeah. family had this had the same similar comments around my chest too. And it's like, if y'all are concerned, don't you think I'm concerned? Like, why were you making it? and I gotta go to school with these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I agree. So um, uh, one rule of thumb that I have for myself is to not comment on their bodies. I may say mm-hmm. like, I hope you feel as good as you're looking, um, but I just don't do that. Yeah. And you know how close me on my, name um my aunts and stuff like that are, let let me bring up a reduction they're up in arms oh my god why would you ever do that i'm like oh my god look at what y'all have been pouring into me literally since i was probably like 14. And now, 10 plus years later, I'm considering a reduction and everyone's up in arms and telling me I shouldn't do it. Well, let's take a look at the past 10 years. Honestly, I think that is something that I want to actively work on is like not commenting on those things. But I feel like I've never commented in a negative way. I've mm. never commented like you look mm-hmm. like that to me sounds wild. But my family, <laughs> right, you look like shit. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds even weird. But I do comment like if I notice like my friends, I'm like, oh, let me, oh, see a poking mm-hmm. or like my family is the same way no one has ever and i've gained weight and i've done all <laughs> but no one has ever said to me like girl you're getting big mm-hmm. but if i do lose weight they're like oh yeah. yeah good yeah. and i'm like yeah but i feel like my family will only acknowledge it in the positive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i feel like i do that for the for the people in my life too like i would never do the you know the opposite but i know that even sometimes that can even feel like Oh, I'm being, you know, perceived in that mm-hmm. way and, you know, that's not my, my you know, goal. I'm just trying to notice like, okay, I see this, but I do understand that like, yeah, but yeah. everybody has that different relationship and I'm speaking specifically of how my family and that's what kind of gauge my way of how I engage in mm-hmm. that way too, but... You know, everybody has comes from their own backgrounds and experiences, and you know you don't think about that when you're saying it because you're just like, oh, period, bitch. Let me uplift my friend, but maybe it doesn't feel uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we've heard. Were you gonna name how you do shade? Hmm? How you do shade at family gatherings? I feel like you're gonna give me an example. Hmm. So um, I felt like you was gonna, but give then I feel example. like you already like gave, gave one, one a personal one. Um. So how do you handle it? How know. would you? I it's honest because I feel like I am someone that sometimes doesn't like in a moment I'm like because I'm someone that like lingers on something that someone said later so I feel like in a moment I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't even fully grasp that somebody was being weird and then after I would like text them about Mm -hmm. it and be like I didn't like that you said that after I actually got to soak it in but I feel like in the moment I never really like catch it so they may get an opportunity to, to let it slide and have a little jab and I'll be like hmm mm-hmm. but then like during the rest of the <laughs> gathering I'm like I have time to perseverate <laughs> <laughs> right after hours of thought then I will let you know that you got me fucked up <laughs> so period and my family knows that what just comes to mind is the candy burst meaning where she just eating and somebody says something. okay Kenya says something about her mom's wig to Trey, and she's just like <laughs> <laughs> hold up, mid-chew, she's like, oh, that Mama Joyce wig, you talk about Mama, For sure. For but it was, she said it so casual, she said, eating, Mama, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, yeah, i hold up, oh, you know her mouth is going to the side, true but that's a uh, good way to handle shit i definitely yeah. have to let it sink in because i'm like did you just try me and then i think for a little bit and i'm like did they try me and then i'm like they tried they tried but you know what if you're listening and you catch yourself comparing that's an observation catch yourself mm-hmm. the more self-awareness you're going to insert the the more you have to redirect and kind of choose a different path you get to choose your adventure so mm-hmm. what's that what's the third slide i think it is um grieving I think- Yes. Yeah, I mean, dealing with the loss during the holidays. Loss during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. The bullet points that we um, identified were lighting a candle for your loved one, making playlists or songs that remind you of them, um, writing a journal entry or even a letter to them, uh, making a family toast, and mm-hmm. having a good cry. Who yeah. put that? <laughs> Who put that one? I remember the ones that are... <laughs> mm-hmm. I- for each one now because this is from a year ago at this point i'm like remembering who contributed what and i'm like oh yeah what i definitely think you did the toast part i did do it i actually did did the the first three but yeah so (laughs) the was me grieving is (laughs) yeah but that's also a really good one too like yeah um grieving is a more evident and acceptable topic around the holidays right because mm. people understand oh of course you miss your loved one yeah um but to be honest i don't know let's let's jump into that because i feel like for me it's not the holidays like mm-hmm. i think when they first pass you know you're gonna spend the holidays without them but you know it's kind of those random tuesdays or when things are going wrong where i'm like fuck not necessarily the holidays but i've seen people respond the same similar ways to me and i've seen people um you know really have anxiety around it because they're like it's going to be bad or they're already putting like a negative narrative to something that hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. So how do you kind of, what do you see? How do you navigate it? I actually remember because I'm thinking about around that time because I remember around this time I did a playlist for, with um, a client. Mm -hmm. um, But it was towards their parents' um, birthday. Um, And I think that's what kind of led to like, and then you were already on the same page with me. But Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that of course grief is such a untrackable, uh-huh. unplanable, yeah. you know, thing that I think that it looks differently for everyone just like you're saying. And I also think it just depends on like maybe certain routines and I think for some people that maybe the holidays were a really big thing for their family. Mm-hmm. Like I had a client That's that a recently good point. Mm-hmm. I had a client that recently the start of football season was actually the thing that really got with her because Mm. that was an activity that she did with that loved one Mm -hmm. and i think it really does just depend on the family the bond you know just those commonalities and it may not be the holidays for you and it may just be randomly because the eagles are playing like this client Mm -hmm. and so i think it really does depend but i just think because the family gatherings or maybe now because of the loss no family gatherings or whatever that maybe this Mm -hmm. can it's just supposed to be a time quote-unquote for a family that for some people maybe it brings up family that isn't there yeah I haven't um specifically dealt with a client like this during the holidays but simply like you were saying I think what was it I can't remember what incident it was but I did have a client who had lost her brother and nephew um and her parents were kind of like refusing to talk about him mm. um so they would be at like dinner i think they were have it was sunday dinner they would have like sunday dinners and then after he had passed they kind of like fell through it wasn't happening as much and then they started picking them back up and the parents were refusing to talk or like even acknowledge because they're grieving too. yeah um and my client was feeling some type of way because her process of grieving was talking about him like she wanted mm-hmm. to talk about memories and like oh i remember bit really big on eagles um and really wanted to just like remember him and talk about him and her parents would like shut it down every time um so i was encouraging to like you know don't let that stop you and even if you have to have conversations with him like by yourself or stuff like that like don't let that stop you from Speaking to him Or like talking about it Mm -hmm. Just because your parents Are shutting down Doesn't mean you have to Like kind of join with them And feel like you can't Talk about him Right If that makes sense It does Like she doesn't have to be Inducted into the same way That they're grieving And to be honest Like sometimes when I see Couples like that It could they eventually the isomorphism which is just like when you kind of join the system Mm -hmm. happens in couples and it's not a bad thing but it could have been both of them that struggled to talk about it or could have been one protecting the other like maybe mom's not ready to talk about it so dad backs mom up Mm -hmm. or dad's not ready to talk about it because when you leave the house after thanksgiving they got to live together Mm -hmm. Um, so I, i totally see how they're projecting it too and honestly like i have multiple people on the other side and there's some people that i know we could talk about and there's some people that it's just like People are too fresh, Mm -hmm. or that's not the person they want to talk about. So you can kind of gauge it from there. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't stop the conversations because I think for her, she's kind of. It sounds like she. It meant a lot to keep him alive by talking about him or keeping his memories alive. Yeah, Um, and that was a great. I I like the way you kind of suggested, like talking to him, or if you're you can't talk to your parents, friends, and uh, other people. Yeah, yeah, and I think going back to the family boundaries, she might have to accept her parents' limitation there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah and also that that may not be something that is finite too. Mm-hmm. That who's to say that maybe six months from now they feel differently so i think right you know they're all going through an active grieving process and it looks differently for everyone and this may be the season that they're in right now mm-hmm. and you know if they do change and get to another space being like okay well since y'all ready to talk i have a story yeah because <laughs> you're all dealing with that for the first time like they were all dealing with you know the holidays his birthday um the kickoff of eagle season or a sixers playing and stuff like that because he was a really big um yeah. philly sports fan so all of that you're dealing with together but differently mm-hmm. yeah and i know sometimes There is an active or passive avoidance of thinking about Mm -hmm. them because maybe people feel like they don't want to hold space to be that sad. But I honestly, again, encourage people to kind of be open and believe in yourself. We are much stronger than we think. Mm -hmm. You're stronger than you think. And you probably could handle um, acknowledging them in a small way. And honestly, if it's too much, then that's a huge sign that you need to talk about this with somebody. And it may not take you years in therapy. It could just be a good three to six months of you investing in this so that the next year looks different. Mm-hmm. because I do like um I like journaling to my loved ones and I do like making playlists I love my mom's playlist I made for her mm-hmm. but I don't like going through my text messages so certain limitations are totally ex- understandable because we do grieve differently I'm not saying jump all in but yeah. I acknowledge that you know you could probably actually do more than you think um when it comes to uh, avoiding and um confronting it hmm yeah i was actually just i was going to ask if we had any personal anecdotes and thank you for sharing yours t um because i do think sometimes having direct like what do what do we do like to get past those types of things Mm -hmm. and i i remember putting on the um list just like a toast because my family is just like big on like the everybody Mm -hmm. come around and let's talk (laughs) and like around that time like because the holidays my grandfather it, his birthday was a. All, we always celebrate on Thanksgiving he's Sagittarius when's his birthday? <laughs> it was November 25th Mine's, my mom's the mm-hmm. 26th mm-hmm. so we always used to celebrate uh, Sagittarius <laughs> I know <that>. they're <laughs> probably up there like they giving us a shout out right now. Like, right, right there. the funny thing they is, up there like God Gabriel turn it up <laughs> turn it up. not Gabriel <laughs> turn it <up. laughs> not him being a DJ <laughs> <laughs> my mom's Catholic <laughs> she got them arch angles working up there but um so we used to always celebrate his birthday too on thanksgiving like whenever thanksgiving mm-hmm. rolled around it'd be like a birthday cake for him on thanksgiving mm-hmm. too and so like on the holidays like my uncle is always a big person that's like okay like we just have to acknowledge like everybody let's say a toast oh my god that mm-hmm. is so beautiful I and everybody would be there like crying or like mm-hmm. if you got a shot like alright mm-hmm. everybody we have a drink we toast a pop that's why it's beautiful because it's so intentionally vulnerable mm-hmm. Yeah. and your family we've, we've been around your family I love them they're so okay with being vulnerable mm-hmm. with each other you know in those settings when, they, when yeah. it's time to re, uh, be united mm-hmm. they're yeah. really fully committed to doing it Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. it's beautiful to experience oh, I my imagine. what does it feel like I know yeah, everybody was just like crying, but like it was like a good like because once again it's like celebratory. We all have a drink in our hand. Mm-hmm. We're all like happy and we're in a space. Where we're having fun, laughing with each other. But it is a moment like okay, this is somebody we wish could have toast with us, and like we would have. And then sometimes after that, at least a conversation like, oh, what would Pop have been doing if he was here right no? He would have been asleep on the couch right now. <laughs> and it just mm-hmm. leads to like laugh, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but I just think sometimes for me and obviously like for my family, it's like just talking about it like. Let's acknowledge we wish we all wish this person was here. Everybody cheers to that person. It You know, we don't have to make a big stink about it. But, like, it is what it is. You know, pour out one for them. And it's obvious other people in my family, too. But I'm just saying, using that one specifically. Because that's one that does relate to the holidays. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Um, I think I do that when I get older. Yeah. yeah. Like, shout out. And then, I just also... Telling stories is just so important to me in that way. Like, in a vulnerable also like a more vulnerable one like my father-in-law is on the other side too i love that my um husband tells me stories about him Mm because i've never met him but like i will tell our future children like this funny story obviously he'll be able to give more detail but i those stories are important because Mm -hmm. like i i feel like i have a depiction of who this person was and i've never met them because he tells me Mm -hmm. those things and like i plan on doing the same thing for our future kids too like you going to know how they are my family is like that This grandparents mm-hmm. that i've never met but my family talks about them like they're right there so you know who that person is mm-hmm. and i think those things are what also keeps people's legacies moving on and that yeah. they aren't here but they were important and then you need to know that they were important yeah i think that's so important and just hearing where you came from and just knowing that like you know the people that were here and like took care of like your parents and things like that and just hearing stories about them i think that's so beautiful yeah and i think actually the older generation sometimes may underestimate how much younger generations are open and wanting and willing to mm-hmm. kind of oh, hear yes. those things mm-hmm. yeah i i knew that i had the same birthday as my great-grandmom since the day i was born <laughs> I never met her but i knew because my whole family like you know mm-hmm. you know you have the same birthday and i'm like yes i do <laughs> but it's like those things are important and mm-hmm. like even if i've never met them i know that that's my birthday twin and you know but i'm just saying like sometimes also another way is just stories and talking and keeping people's memories alive and Mm kind of like what your client was saying but once again everybody's family is different you want to still stay there yeah and so grief is just like super confounded compounded and complex the next one to kind of goes into you could be grieving but you could also just be spending the holidays alone for other reasons yeah. maybe you're abroad maybe your family is in a different state maybe mm-hmm. your loved one or your partner is elsewhere in the world right now um, mm-hmm. so it could go into actual grieving as far as them being not here in the physical world or it could just be you're just alone this holiday because maybe you are studying somewhere else or you're just elsewhere mm-hmm. so the bullet is also mm-hmm. it was also super relevant because like COVID at that like because mm-hmm. yes. we didn't know what this year was going to be like Real, mm-hmm. a lot of people were for alone alone for a lot of reasons as well yeah. so uh, yeah so that's a good point and honestly COVID is still a topic right um, we don't have to dissect but some people's families are still really cautious some aren't sometimes mm-hmm. we got new babies the vaccines oh yeah. anyway So spending it alone, um, we really kind of encourage resetting your expectations that come with holidays and how they're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Spending time outdoors on those days, Read a book that you've been telling yourself you're going to read. Damn, girl, I was reading myself. Yeah. <laughs> right, the last one was a little, it had a little <laughs> judgment in it. Yeah. Yeah. Not just read a book, read a book you told yourself you'd be lying. <laughs> yes. Create. BFFR. New recipes. So I put create, but like creating can be anywhere from like new recipes are actually really fun to kind of dive into around the holidays if you mm-hmm, are a cooking mm-hmm. person. Writing, making beats, painting, scrapbooking, um, and then tending to yourself physically if you're a physical person with things like baths, showers moisturizing getting cozy all beneficial
1: yes mm-hmm.
0: so diving into the holidays alone have you guys ever done a holiday alone like college or anything like that Mm-mm. in your we've all lived on our own before too it might have been I think definitely um COVID was like the first time we I've spent like well alone meaning also with ma but I was mm-hmm. like alone without like the rest of my family mm-hmm. like New Year's that year I think um Christmas we might have um maybe like dropped off stuff at other people's house but then home which was like super weird Mm -hmm. um those years so but I guess it is a little different when you're still when you still are with someone but I definitely felt the effects of not being with like the normal routine of like the other people Mm -hmm. like you know immediate family Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's relevant to talk about because there's Different ways of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you were with your your partner, but there's people listening that may have been with the partner, and it's just still isolating. And yeah. adjusting expectations might have been like a really helpful thing for you in that time. I'm like crying. I'm like, I feel lonely. He's just looking at me like, I'm here. Too. So <laughs> <cool. What laughs> he's <laughs> like, What is the? <laughs> Once again, referencing TikTok, I'm like, well, what the fuck am I? Like, you cool, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you cool, but. <laughs> chicken salad <laughs> That's a chicken salad <laughs> like cool but like, i wish somebody would sit next to me and like I, I feel alone i, well, I feel unappreciated so <laughs> no i'm like, playing but like oh. but i think well maybe the i don't think i use the word lonely but i'm like i'm sad mm-hmm. and you know like acknowledging that change and i think glad he understood even lonely would be relevant right because yeah on the average day yeah that's not our expectation we have our partner we're not lonely but holidays are literally with people so for it just be you two, that is lonesome and alone and lonely are different you can still be with someone and still feel lonely so that's valid and also i think i well i'll say specifically with this relationship i think we all we both are able to compartmentalize and acknowledge that we bring we are important and we bring certain things, but we don't bring everything. So it's like, it's like, I love you and you great and all, but you don't make chicken like my grandma. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's only but so much you could do in this situation or it's like, you know, right. you don't know, crack those like my uncle. Mm-hmm. So, or like, you don't make me laugh like my cousins, but it's like, but you do bring an important thing. But I think it just, especially like how my family operates is like, it's an ecosystem So everybody's energy Is kind of important It's like there's so many Energies that we're like Missing mm-hmm. You know Yeah That we yeah. just needed To be acknowledged Yeah Clients so, spending it alone I don't think my clients Too many of my clients Spend it alone Yeah I'm trying and if to they are, They're not really like um, Upset about it I always want to say I have a lot of clients that have spent it alone, but they were on their like I feel like they were seasoned, so they already had <laughs> yeah. their, they already had their well. It wasn't something that they needed to process with me, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah. were like <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> they were like, yeah, this is what I want to do, and like Tatiana, don't I don't want to talk fine. about that today. So yeah. <laughs> that's that, your <laughs> shit, not mine. <laughs> girl i'm not upset the fuck anyway i had something else to talk about but yeah i get that because y'all know i do the holidays alone since my family's kind of dying (laughs) but the (laughs) the The the, sedge moon is is happening the The sedge moon i like the understanding though like i'd rather my friends be dropping off plates now like i just i'm just not it's not something that makes me necessarily sad i think it's Still a nice day off. It's reflective. Mm-hmm. Um I like to rest. I still eat good. Mm-hmm. Um so and I just know like I've had really good memories on holidays, so I like them. And I know there's really good memories to come. So yeah. I don't really feel like I'm having bad holidays just cuz I'm alone. Yeah. And I think too and I like the point and I would want to bring it back to what we originally started with is just like also how <clears throat> we get to now. I think we're in this age range and group where like we also get to create the what we want the future for holidays to look like too Mm -hmm. like this is how things have looked but it doesn't have to stay that way for us and then Mm -hmm. now how can we begin to pour and make our own traditions and our own you know we now just have the control of what we want this to look Mm -hmm. like and so Mm -hmm. I just encourage our empaths to to reimagine if we're not liking the space that we're in or we just want to be like you know what like I'm grown now and I don't like eating that chicken. <laughs> so what do I want to eat now? And like, what could this look like for me? Literally, this is a direct quote in my family. The younger generation, they are tired of turkey, mm. and everybody. My the older people like, what the hell is wrong with turkey? We're like, we're tired of eating that, so we're going to make something different. That's Period. like another I'm tired type. grandpa. What? Who have that? That's literally how they've been. they be like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with ham and turkey. Everybody's like, we don't eat that now. Like, but that's a whole other thing. But saying this to say is that now we have way more control, and so mm-hmm. you can make the holidays and your time look however the hell you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a really that could be a potentially really empowering thing. Yeah, um, I think so. I really have good holidays here. I feel like my sister were a little different. All she likes to really rest on them and do nothing and i probably like to play around with recipes um i like to watch the holiday shows like mm-hmm. you know i have a good christmas movie playlist and so for is me is christmas story <laughs> are you, you that's one, one of movies. them i like them but the no. santa claus Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is on your? Th- give me one yeah a hint no just, no just give us one yeah oh, give us that's one on your list, list. the Grinch. oh okay with jim carrey because that should be cracking oh, me up and i'm also- not going yep that's me <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, this is why I can't do the holiday parties because I have to self-loat at 6.30, oh. then I have to self-wear hunger at 7, <laughs> tell no one, and then I have to stare at the stare at the wall in a, what do you say, like in a dark abyss. <laughs> no, but I don't do that. So I, I'm still pretty active on my holidays too, but also being the kiddo that was kind of passed around on holidays, it was out of love, but you are the guest, and I think some people, I, I it depends on what type of year or what type of mood I'm in. Like, if I feel like, you know what, I haven't really socialized and, like, I really do want to be around people's friends and family and they like me like them, then that's a year that I would take them up and be like, yeah, I'll come with. But if it's a year where I feel like, you know, I've, it could be good to just do it on my own, then i we'll would do it on my own. Because I think when I was younger, it just felt like it's out of love, but, like, I just don't like pity. And you kind mm. of feel like that friend is like, mm, they're friends here again this year. Mm. So I don't, I don't, I feel like that's probably, like, my inner child being like, girl, We just don't want to do it this year and again it just depends on how my mood is i don't feel like people pity me but like it's just easier to just stay in yeah i feel you and i honestly feel like whether we edit this out or not like i feel (laughs) like it is i feel like it is an important thing because everybody Mm -hmm. has different Mm -hmm. everybody's walking in different stages or just everyone has different experiences of this and i think regardless if it you know how this goes and if we want to share i think it's real because this is yeah. real life what people you know have to navigate this time and you know we're all figuring out and trying to um you know make our way but i do yeah. want to say on the side if you're writer, it's literally because everyone has decided that it would Aww. be okay because <laughs> yeah. like, i love her so your but, family does love me period you could try what was that famous dish your uncle or somebody be making the jerk uh, <laughs> You could try the jerk fucking pork <laughs> tea. <laughs> but, yeah. But, mm. okay, are we going to... Um, What's the last one? I think that, that was, was the last one. one. Was it? Let's see. Look at y'all. No, it was. Spending yeah, it before. Mm. But, so... Mm.
1: holiday
0: have a question? Oh. I was going to just end it with a last thing because I yeah. like a holiday movie thing. And so, we're entering... Oh! But, um, we're entering... This is more... That was more Christmassy. But, I want to go more Thanksgiving-y. Okay. What is your favorite thing to eat on thanksgiving mm. i have such unpopular one and why i'm popular stuffing I'm, i mean why it's stuffing i knew it i'm stuffing why did i know i'm gonna know? tell somebody you said that because she just mentioned it yesterday to me <laughs> why did i know yours <laughs> was stuffing and i said to her i'm like girl like who's feeding for stuffing <laughs> me! it's me see <laughs> y'all too <laughs> yeah, yeah and me. and i didn't realize people didn't like it until it was far too late in the game i got to college like oh this like people would do this icebreaker i'd be like nobody like they'd be, like group up with but with group up by the thanksgiving meal you like best and i'd be alone in the stuffing corner like nobody likes stuffing <laughs> i like stuffing but i like it, do you paired like it with something else sweet? like do you savory. like cornbread stuffing so i, so I literally savory. only like stuffing if it has gravy on top mm-hmm. okay so you like savory oh okay and then like Paired with turkey. So it's like, I feel like I've never eaten stuff in, like, alone. I've had it as a triad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will literally put that stove top on my stove stuff top That's good stuff is good it's that. yes. so good I like it savory but I will still eat the sweet one too <laughs> I've had sweet before I think my aunt made one have last year sweet. or two years ago it had like cranberry and like I don't um, think I've ever had cranberry sweet. pieces I in it mind. it was good mm-hmm. I like I'm not a part I'm not against stuffing as a conglomerate I don't know who you have faced that has been like fuck stuffing Ooh, I'm I not have, in the fuck stuffing best and problem. worst so what's your worst oh my worst cause I have a worst I'm gonna leave the green beans alone <laughs> <laughs> and it's like good but it's just like you didn't put your like mm-mm. it's just not the holidays yeah I'm gonna leave the green beans alone really what's okay. yours best and worst best i don't want to say my best because i want to be judge it's a jerk portal anyway <laughs> it's that one but i'm supposed to not like work but that's my favorite and girl, i'm so I'm, glad of y'all fake swine you, girl <laughs> if there's a swine cop on the line get the fuck. <laughs> i know i i hate hate this for philly people that we all have to act like we don't that we are all i don't act like that shit i my fucking (laughs) bacon. what are you talking about anyone anyone who is listening that is not from philly there is just this under all culture in philadelphia where we all (laughs) have to pretend like we don't eat pork and it Mm -hmm. sucks anyway but um so that's my favorite but also i honestly if i'm being real i don't like thanksgiving food that much Mm i love it you're right i I am a side person i love all the sides Mm -hmm. i love going to when have i been um there's been a few holidays like my husband's family like they don't traditionally make like thanksgiving kind of foods like and I love hmm. it because they'll make like lasagna okay and like pasta dishes I and like I'm like, i like switch it up and I'm like that's what made me want to um, rebel against my family I'm like somebody bring lasagna this year because I'm tired of this. <laughs> yeah. but I think I like I feel like I don't know I, I don't really have favorite Thanksgiving foods like the traditional ones so um, but I always will be at the dessert table fucking up some sweet potato pie mm-hmm. my grandma mm-hmm. if my grandma makes one her sweet potato pie a homemade cheesecake mm. now my mother-in-law's banana pudding <gasps> oh, oh miss lisa <laughs> <laughs> not you calling out miss lisa her banana, banana pudding girl that's that's i left your wedding with three <laughs> My i time didn't my kid called me on the way out yeah I and she said one. she's making one because i didn't have one i had to take somebody's i told y'all how she feels if y'all tell her to make, that you, you i'm a i'm close yeah are you um, going to don't play with me i will pull up for miss lisa's to pudding i will pull up for that so desserts buttermilk. yeah but definitely desserts desserts is where food? i'm at yeah um and worse i, d- I just don't like them so of them. best of course it might be underrated big mac and cheese alright so i'm a say. pasta person you I know i wasn't sure if you're gonna go i thought mac and cheese but i was like but we're also potato girls yeah but, but i'm more I, potato than you potatoes. you're mash potatoes. mashed potatoes oh yeah and gravy so yeah oh yeah so i do like that <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm boycotting. <laughs> <It's done. laughs> i have so many requests for this year now <laughs> It's <laughs> gonna be hilarious um and where's this cranberry sauce i fucking hate cranberry sauce <gasps> yes. and somebody always makes it and it's like why you, you gonna that dish there. there nobody do <laughs> to touch it stop this is a waste of it. space this is a waste of real estate on the damn table <laughs> i could have brought something else that's actually and worth it's worse eating. when it has actual cranberries in it too i'm like uh, oh you're <laughs> an animal bitch <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> i'm talking about <laughs> Love one insane BFFR. Why would you bring that shit? That's just, I guess, that's just a, a dish that has not really translated well to no. the new generation. Like, stop. There's just some things that's just not cooking. I did see room. somebody make a green, a spin on green bean casserole. I, saw, I, I think I know what you're talking about. With the bacon and onion and shit. She mm. changed it, so she started it off with bacon, onion, and disgusting mushrooms, which I would not be adding to mine. But cream of mushroom? You know how's it gonna be a casserole? Because I, I like cream, cream of mushroom. You know, my folks can but make it was just but I love a cream of mushroom too. Well, mm-hmm. I don't like mushrooms though, so okay. that's probably but, why. But it's it barely—it's barely, barely any, any mushrooms rubber. in there. Yeah, there's yeah. It's just for flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, okay. You gotta try it. Mm-hmm. If I make what you gonna, gonna do? do? Cream of celery, cream of chicken? Oh. Yes. No, that's cream what I was about to say. So she made her own gravy. So she did mm. she did like her um bacon, onions, and chopped up t- um mushrooms and then yeah like a roux and then she did I think it was some sort of broth and the and flour, flour to make it like thick. Mm-hmm. And then she put she mixed that in with the green beans and isn't it cheese on it? No the fried onions. She fried her own onions. I know, that's right. Like uh, deep fried her own onions and Ew. put that in the oven. It, that actually looked good. That's now, the first I one I saw that, that looked good. More. I'm leaving like the other like the, the soggy green beans. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. But I've never had room? a green bean me casseroles. neither, but I. It's good. But the I, one she made look good, I'm. <laughs> I'm my slash. Shout out to she follows the page and listens to my um, my partner at uh, my last job. She told me because I was saying my apprehension between white people casseroles, and she <laughs> was like, "Listen, I'm white, like, but I'm telling you." Slips, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ever since then, the way she broke it down, I'm like, it does sound good. Yeah, I just, but I'm like, where would I access one? Black people don't make it. Nah. So now I, I have to make follow, that around, gotcha. follow around white people, like at a um, potluck at work or something. I'm like, are you gonna make one? <laughs> <laughs> that feels weird, like being. In for, is anybody gonna make one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's got the casserole? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just want to try it to see if I'm That's going to fuck with taste it. it. Yeah. I've been told I would like it. Yeah, no, that um, one Marquea, is she made, I would make it. I would make. I could make it the one that the video that i saw i wouldn't mind making that it looked good and y'all again with the swine i'm here for it she had bacon in hers if i had to once again all hot takes because i feel like black people we have a thing against casseroles and stuff some of them are fucking good Mm -hmm. and i want to um stamp out people talking shit about meatloaf who been talking shit about meatloaf? Thank you. I, I like, like meatloaf. new like new kids. Y'all don't like, know shit. Don't I haven't had like, it in a while, but my grandma used to make some bomb-ass wait, meatloaf. Look, ketchup on if, if you really cook it, the ketchup's rep- like on the, on the crust. Too. Yeah. No, I- I was going to say, I make a good meatloaf and me and this household, we be fucking that meatloaf up I and I meatloaf. be, damn, you be like, make one another night. Like, yes baby, I will. <laughs> I got you, boo. <laughs> With the red sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that was such a great closer. Um, I hope we were able to talk more about the holidays as we kind of go into the season. Yes. But it was yeah. a good way to get started early. Um, I hope you guys find this episode helpful, resourceful, yes. sending affirming abundance, joy, uh, um and mm-hmm. a lot of clarity for our holiday season as we enter um daylight savings as well uh, yes yeah, it's on sunday mm-hmm. get that extra hour and get y'all. that rest um listen to us and we'll catch you next time because when it comes to our couch you, you can, can always, always sit with, with us, us.